The following program is rated TV-MAL. It contains strong language and is intended only for mature audiences. What you listening to? Man, what they talking about? What they talking I got about? my hand up on that knob nah, trying to figure trying out. To Guess so what's the subject? Cause they keep it 100 and them callers love it. The real show got you tuned in, ready for action. Like a bad chick texting what's happening. They ain't here getting 5 o'clock news. Our hosts keep it blunt, sharing their point of views. They going in, man, cause they ain't got no filter. Cause they keep it 100, that's why we messing with you. Got you up to date with the latest with music and what's trending, that's basics. On primetime hours, you can never go wrong. And your night with music and what's going on. On your neck of the woods, like, hey. I'll roll on today's light. Like, Feeling entertained with the radio show. Tuesday, Thursday, take it over, let them know. Let them tell the phone rings. Yeah, I'm on this thing. chit-chatting a little bit earlier and we mentioned the mentioned the situation with Ryan Coogler about the, the whole you know him being detained because they uh you know bank teller thought he was robbing the bank and I was explaining to you that I actually mm-hmm. uh, worked in a bank I ain't gonna name that mug but I worked at a bank I was a financial advisor if you can believe that for for a good little minute almost two years and you're kind of taught when you go through the training that when somebody like hands you a, a, a note or or anything like that, that, mm-hmm. you know, you kind of, what's the word I'm looking for? Not that you're suspicious, but you kind of be mindful of it because- the You're very put first on day, alert. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I the very first day that I worked at the bank, the bank got robbed by somebody who slid a note. So it's that's considered like armed robbery. I'm not saying that's what he was trying, but I understand in the aspect of someone who worked in the bank where the teller was coming from, where it wasn't really, people want to make it a race thing. And you know, I'd be quick to jump on that. The teller was a black person. They did, you know, identify the fact that the teller was black as well. But mm-hmm. um, I, to me, I feel like it could have been handled differently where instead of writing on the note to be discreet, if you know that you don't want to go in there carrying a bunch of cash and people seeing it, ask to see a manager. Go inside of an office, do it discreetly, come out with your folder or your, your envelope and then leave instead of handing some teller a note. You'll do with a mask on. She don't know who you are or, or anything. Maybe I'm in the wrong, but I just, I'd be the I first mean, one to jump on the race thing. I feel like because I have banked with different people and different friends and me personally going to the bank. If it is a policy, and and we come from a corporate background, whenever you don't understand something, you're supposed to always seek to understand. If you're not sure, then you should clarify, right? If you got a deposit slip and it has an account number on there, do the first thing says, you know what, I'd be happy to help you just one moment. 
check to see if the person has a goddamn bank account first. Let's start there. If the person has a bank account with sufficient funds, then you know they're not trying to fucking rob the bank. If they don't and the account number does not come up, then pull a manager into it and say, you know what, I'm having some computer issues. Let me get you some help. And then you go to the next step. But I think it's poor training to automatically like um just imply and cause all of this fucking chaos when you just did not clarify. Anytime you deal with money, okay, perfect example. I went shopping at um I went shopping at like Saks like a couple of months ago, right? Purchased something that I was with someone else who purchased something that was expensive. It was like $1,500. The sales associate said, are you paying cash a car? And the person said they're paying cash, right? The associate then took us to a totally different section of the store to check out to be discreet. They said, right now we have, you know, experienced people. We don't want anyone watching you. So we have a, like a private section where we allow people who pay cash to check out. Okay. So like when you deal in certain industries where people do deal with thousands of dollars at large sums it's a different protocol like they get different privileges that's why i'm like this is bullshit because even me personally i've gone to the teller and taken out quite a few thousand dollars before it was not a fucking problem now depending on how many people are in the in the bank at that time i'm gonna tell you right now i just want to get in and out when you have to wait for a banker and if you don't have an appointment you could be sitting there for God knows how fucking long. It's quicker to go to the teller. And if you've got a bunch of people in line and you don't want people to hear what you're going to say, how else are you going to say it? So if you're going to write it down, and this is the other challenge, he's done it multiple times before. So yeah, if but, this was something that was a big protocol issue, yeah, he would have been reprimanded for it, or he would have been, I'm not even going to say reprimanded, he would have been coached and probably had a banker involved the first time or a manager who would have escorted him to the side and told him, um, we would love to help you, but this if you do require this type of service, then this is the protocol. Yeah, I, call I, the, the, police the only thing is, is I just feel like it could have been a judgment on, on his part and some of it like, I guess when you consider no, large No, no, it should have been a judgment on employee because guess who knows but, the rules? You know the rules. Right, but you I'm saying there. As, as I don't somebody know the rules. who did before, it's an easy enough situation to say if you're doing that much that we can step in the office. You know, you but don't have to give do, me... But, but how do I know that though? Because I don't work there, you work there, so you're supposed so, to tell me what it is. Right. So, but weigh it on a scale. You slide me a note, even though it is damning the fact that he did have his ID and his bank card with the note that Come on now. to me, I just, I just feel like in that aspect, especially in this climate that we're in, where he ended up, where he was ending up in, that unfortunately we have to take extra steps. I know that that's not the fair way to do it, but unfortunately, because when you're saying that it's like, we have to operate in the rules that the rules don't apply to us. And we have to, when we're dealing no, with the police, when we're dealing with people, we have to, it, it's, we have to do different. But unfortunately. No, it's, but it doesn't make it make sense though. It don't if make I'm, sense. It doesn't. If you're in a bank and the bank is relatively quiet, where pretty much anybody can hear your conversation. How else 
am I supposed to conversate with you privately? If I'm ask not, for a, ask for a manager. P- people used I to do that all the time. I don't fucking have time. Do you know how long it takes to get a manager or a banker when you go into the bank? To I mean, get your name on the list. That's what I'm saying. I do. When you have a business or you have multiple accounts, you cannot transact through the drive-through, and sometimes you cannot transact. See, that's what I'm saying. Like understanding what the different types of customers that you have makes sense. You're supposed to be trained in multiple situations. You are the professional in this thing. If this person passes you a bank card and a goddamn ID, that means they legitimately have some kind of affiliation. Because I don't know a robber that passes you an ID and a bank card. I just don't. So I feel like this person made a bad judgment call and it'll probably cost them their job. Make better decisions. I'm sorry, it doesn't make sense. If he just walked in there, not even on a bank deposit slip and, and slid her a note, I'm with you. Okay, that doesn't make sense. He filled out a, a withdrawal slip and wrote on the back of it and slid her proper identification for him to withdraw. It doesn't make sense that you would not consult someone and you would just call the police on someone. It doesn't make sense. What you should have did was ask additional questions and say, well, you know what? We don't handle that transaction here, but let me guide you to someone. It's no different than when you call customer service and you don't get the right department. What do we do? Warm transfer you over to the people who can help you, advise you so the next time you come in, you don't do this same thing because how are you supposed to know your customer and you've done it multiple times? So if nobody else had a problem with it, how the hell do you end up in handcuffs if you've done it multiple times? Yeah, that's also also an excuse that a lot of customers use when they're used to getting it a certain way. And that may, what he may have been operating up, you know, was not the protocol, but it's that, oh, well, the last person did it or over here, they did it for me, you know. But if you set a precedent, see, I want you to make the bank take responsibility because you keep putting responsibility on the customer. The customer does not know all those policies. No. Only the bank knows the policy. it goes both. It's 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 both of them. All right. If you have a if you have a note in the system that says that on his last visit you instructed him to see a banker, which you can put notes on people's accounts when you do any transaction with them. If there were notes on his account that said that you know what we have it. Well, they were. To it, see it, a banker. it came up as a high. It came up as a high risk transaction. When why is it a high risk transaction? It's twelve fucking thousand dollars. Yeah, anything over a certain amount, it is a flag, oh, especially in cash. Yeah, no bullshit. Whatever. People come in and take out that kind of money all the time. I mean, if it, it's a I flag, mean, it is. Yeah, it's a, it is what it is. I, like she would have had. Like okay, so let's say that the transaction would have went according to plan. Like he came out and oh. withdrew it. She would have still had to fill out this form that has he wouldn't have known about right. it. Right. Well, right. we, all, about a large we, well first, we all know about the form, which is why if you do deposit, you, you keep it under 10. You do 9999. Nine, yep. nine, nine. Everybody knows that. However, yep. anytime I have had to make a transaction that a teller didn't feel comfortable, I was directed or partnered with a banker, period. Or what can I help you with today? What would you like to do? From there of me saying what kind of transaction I want to do today, 
I was immediately instructed to go to a banker or I was immediately escorted to go to a teller because that's what the hostess does when you come in the bank. So once again, the bank protocol failed because they should have filled what he needed and directed him where he was supposed to go. If he got to the teller without seeing a banker, the teller should have redirected him, seeing that he had an account, seeing that he had a, a valid ID, should have instructed a banker to come over and assist him or put him on the list to speak with the next available person or taking him to the back, the side, or all the other little special rooms they got in the bank when you go. I mean, Not that's what I'm saying. Call the police. Just, at, just ask for a manager. Just ask for a manager. If you want to be discreet, let them take you in an office. You know how many times I've had, you know, people come in where, like, there was a client of, of ours at, at the bank that I worked at who owned a valet service. So he would come in there with ones, like, bags of ones. So we take him to the bank and count him back there. But that's his choice. He doesn't have to do that. If that is bank protocol, then that needs to be explained. But it's when for I his have safety. Options, but I have options. If it's for his safety, when he opened up his account and he has done certain transactions, then the banker or the manager should have told him that. But if I'm allowed to come in here and I can pick however I want to do my transaction, whether it's over ATM, the drive-through teller, or the walk-in teller, or a banker, based on what I have time to do today, that is well within my right. And you can't blame me because I took advantage of a service that you offer, but just because it wasn't your preference, though. If yeah, it's I something just, to say, you know what, the next time you come in, Ms. Kugler, see a manager, because then that way we can offer you additional discretion. Just like the lady at Saks did, she gave us a choice. Would you like to check out here? However, for our cash paying customers over a certain amount of money, we like to take them to the back. I still could have, with my friend, chosen to check out at the counter, or we chose to go to the back. But it was so, an option that was provided. Diva, you do understand... Here. That the rules for us are different. You get it. I know you do. Of, that, of course, I know the rules are different. But if he still has a choice on what he wants to do, and if he's been doing this choice without repercussion, how can you blame him if it's been successful multiple times? Yeah, I'm not pointing the finger. I'm just saying that there could have been steps taken on both sides to avoid this on his side and the tell listen when i go into the bank i don't think that far into it honestly i have been taken to a manager's office to count my money before and sometimes i have not it depends on the person it's not consistent i'm just i just want the money i don't care where i'm going there's not anybody else in here really so if it's only twelve thousand dollars you it, it's not going to be a bag so you can get that in whatever denominations of to reduce the amount of cash that you carry to maybe a few envelopes or one envelope pouch. And then you can put it in whatever bag you want and walk out. So it's not millions. It's a few thousand, which in his world, he's a millionaire. $12,000 ain't shit. They'll spend that in a few hours going out to eat or doing whatever. We're different, but... If you go in the bank all the time and you do the same thing, what well, I mean, oh, I, 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 I don't just, find him at fault for anything he did. I'm sorry. I feel like it's the bank's fault. 
if you are a bank and you have strict protocols on stuff, then you need to be fucking consistent. If you have a question about something, you should just simply clarify it before you involve the police and embarrass yourself. It's that simple. All it took was two extra questions before you call the cops. He has an ID and he has an account. All that would have took was a manager to say, you know what, Mr. Kugler, it'd be better if we just help you in my office. I'm sure he would have went. I mean, but that's what I've been saying. Like the first thing he should have done on a transaction no, like this was you're ask trying for the to tell, No, you're trying to tell him what he should have did. If I go into an establishment, you're the professional. You're supposed to tell me what to do. Yes or no? If you go to your tell- tax person and you say, oh, okay, this is what I um, need. You're expecting them to guide you. I'm not a banker. I just made deposits, right? Yeah, but okay, so the key and all this and the reason why is that he's saying he wants to be discreet. There's no more discreet place in the bank than going into the manager's office. They don't know what transaction you're doing. No, you don't know no. who's watching you when you're reaching for all this money if, if he's if getting money be, from them. If I want to be discreet, I wrote it down. So being that you see what I want, then guide me on how to yeah. do it. So yeah. you have you have to think about it like this. When he first came in, most high-power people are on a very short time crunch. They literally schedule things in 30 to 15 to 30-minute increments. Okay, what's the fastest way for me to get out the bank? He could have looked for a banker. None could have been available. They have you sign in when you come in. How long is it going to be for a banker? Oh, well, it's going to be about 30 to 45 minutes. Oh, okay. All right. So then... He probably made the decision to go to a teller because bankers, there's not a lot of them in there. Let's just be fair. How many advisors or bankers were available when you were in it? Was it oh, more than it was four? Only, there was only four of us in, in that branch and only two of us were doing that type of job. So exactly. it wasn't it wasn't a whole bunch. And but, I have never sat in a banker's office for less than 30 minutes ever except for if they've already started my transaction at the counter and they want to finish it in the banker's office and they're just letting me count my money but any other time it's definitely 30 minutes or more in a banker's office now, and there's only two i, I want to make this clear uh, that i clear. thoroughly disliked my job at the bank so i am not defending <laughs> the bank i mm-hmm. hated it there it was mm-hmm. stiff everybody worked too much i had to wear a tie I hated it, okay? Couldn't stand it. But I know that there are certain things that are put in place that flag certain actions. Right. That I hate circling it back to this, but no matter who we are, no matter how much money we have in the back of our mind, we always got to ask that question of, you know, do the rules that apply to other people apply to me in this situation? And it shouldn't be like that, but unfortunately, that's how it is. That's how you ended up in handcuffs. Well, I don't know if it was thing. that deep. Well, this is the thing, and this is why I'm going to tell you he probably felt like that. I've been to the bank with people who've taken out that and more, and we were not in the banker's office, and it was not a problem. Do you understand what I'm saying? So... If you've done something yourself multiple times and you've been with other people who have done the same thing multiple times, where else does your mind go when you literally end up in handcuffs when there were so many steps that could have resolved the situation 
professionally before it even escalated to that point. And the other question should be asked is why was that the bank's first go-to when you just want to look at what he wrote, but his behavior, his compliance, and nothing else was an alert. Well, it, his demeanor and all You're that stuff doesn't mean anything. Remember, yes, the first day does. I started there, the bank got robbed by notes. Listen, right? listen. By somebody being gone. If, if when we're when we are trained on investigative fraud and all the other stuff we've been trained on, it's not just one indicator that we go off of, is it? It's a multitude yeah. of indicators, right? We have a whole list of things that we kind of run through before we make a decision yeah. to send a file, a person, or anything up for additional investigation. Because a lot of times it's just clarification questions, and it's like, oh, okay, the person came off a certain way, but then we were able to resolve it with additional proof, evidence, or yeah. whatever, so it doesn't need to go. All I'm saying is it looks poor on a professional institution when you literally had information that would have prevented you from escalating it. This man gave you an ID and an account number, and you're more focused on what he wrote he didn't say be quiet and put this much money in the bank. He said, could you just be discreet about, because this is the thing, when you go, tellers count your money and sometimes they count it loud. And if the bank is really quiet, everybody can hear what's going on. I had a friend one time who had someone copy her phone number down while she was getting assistance in customer service one time because the guy overheard her telling the the teller her phone number he took her number down and then texted her like the next day she had no idea who this man was and he started like texting her trying to ask her out on a date and stuff very very creepy stuff so people are always listening to your information but you don't know that so no one's asked him said okay you know what if it was that much of an issue he's a high profile guy everybody in that bank would have been put on alert if mr kugler comes in here immediately direct him to a manager period and, but that's what i'm saying right? ask, either ask for a manager or you have a business but account keep, and get one of your uh, or get you one of your assistants to do that shit. But you keep telling him to ask for a manager why is it that the bank well, cannot take ownership all right, so let and me, say well let me ask we you this. Did this what did his way get him what did his way get him his way got him money every day of every time he needed to make a withdrawal until the last but, time. But what, but what, but today, what are we talking about? What did his way get him? But how was his way wrong if no one has instructed him that it was not proper? That's what I'm I not saying whether he, I'm not saying whether answer, he was wrong. Answer, no, no, answer that. All question. right. If, if he, if he was so wrong. Why was he successful so many times? And then two, why are you not holding the bank accountable that they should have made a different decision? Period. Because if they've been giving him something all of this time, and then just one day, I, I'm you're not going to blame okay. his actions. You, oh, you, well, you're taking what I'm saying. What's up, Easy? Oh. You're taking it like I'm defending the bank. I'm you not. are defending the bank because you keep saying he should have asked for a manager. He should have asked for a manager. But that he had a choice to go to a banker. Why would you ask for a manager if you don't know something's going to be a problem? Because if he wanted to be discreet. But the, okay, the I key don't word ask is for a man. Listen, the teller was more than capable of being discreet. I'm not going to go in the store and ask for discretion and immediately go to a manager because the manager's not even behind the counter. 
But what did his right? what did his way what did his way get him Again. No, that you're not proving the fucking point. What you're doing is you're circling because I'm, I'm not so circling. Red. You are because you keep saying what did his you, way get him? You saw it. Diva, you sound like the people with this mask thing talking about his right or, you know, it's his choice and stuff. But as a, No, but as a banker, like as a customer, just say yes or no. As a customer, do you have a choice in how you choose to bank, whether it's online, in person, or via teller, drive through, or you can speak with a banker? Do you, do, yes or no, you um, have four choices. Obviously, yes. yes you have no. a choice to, okay. you can do it any way you want. Thank, exactly. Thank you. And did he, yes or no, exercise his right to choose to go to a teller? Yes or no? He sure did. And what oh, did his choice da, da, get him? Da, da, no, da, 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 no. What, what, he what did his choice his get him? Choice. No, he exercised his choice to go to a teller, which is his right. So he didn't do anything wrong. The way it was handled was wrong. If you go to a teller and they say, you know what, this is not policy and they recite the policy, that's the teller's position to do that. Not to just accuse you of doing something wrong. If you provide the proper, whatever she asked him for, he provided, right? Do robbers provide IDs and, and, and bank cards? No, they do not. I, I, I don't know. No. You know, I'm, my skills of robbing banks aren't really up there. You know, I'm not really, you know, well-versed well, in that. No, 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 no. Well, on Grand Theft Auto. That part. So since your bank got robbed the first day, did that person give you a, 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 a license and a bank card when they robbed you? Well, no. The crazy part about it is I showed up after it happened. So I show up on my first day. I got my backpack. But, I got all my I got all my, my stuff it, from my... You, what's you that? heard about it. You heard about it. Yeah. So how he do yeah. it? He just wrote a note? Yeah, he wrote a note and slid it to the teller. Oh. You know that's oh, considered oh, wait, armed wait, robbery wait. when you do that. Listen, he wrote a note, but did he add his driver's license and a bank card with it? Now, come on now. Listen, no, 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 because you saying that he he basically deserved what he got, but he put an ID in a I didn't bank say card. I didn't say he deserved what like, he got. You was like, oh, no. but what did that get him? That's oh, not what, what I said. What him? I said was, if the key is to be discreet and to be, okay. you know, incognito, then walk in and ask for a manager so they can no, take no, you no, in no, the no, back. No. No, 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 no. Because, see, that's your idea from working in the profession. Did you read the I, article? They said he kept doing this. He kept, so he had the, he had, he kept pointing to what he was writing, like, be discreet, be discreet. You know, we don't know how new this part, we don't know anything about this teller. But if you got, he's up there doing um, this. Um. Okay, and so since you're pointing to something, so you're inferring that that's a threatening gesture somehow. When so, okay, and it depends, Diva. It, it circles back easy. You can no. second me on this. Our rules no. are different. Our the rules for us are different. You got you have to consider every every point when it comes to that. That the rules that are operated on are different for us based on the climate. We the only ones us? getting killed at traffic stops be, and things be, of that nature. Okay, so how is he supposed? Okay, first of all, he's a millionaire who has a very diverse circle of people who are also millionaires. So he's not operating on the same day-to-day -day level as us, right? Yes or no? Yes, because he's black. Yes. yes. First of all, if I go into a bank multiple times and I transact the exact same way, I do not expect on the fifth transaction to go to jail. I do not. So once again, it's the policy of the bank letting stuff slide multiple times. If this was such a hardcore policy 
and this was something that was detrimental to the bank, they wouldn't have allowed him to do it before. Yes or no? They have hardcore policies and they have things that they list slide. They do. It's at their discretion, which is why that's the problem. So now I have to worry about how I bank because uh, today is Friday and I don't know what kind of hell of a teller I'm going to get. So I could go to jail today when I did the same shit I did on Monday. No. So, okay. $12,000 so, is not a lot of money. You, okay. So I, I, I get where you're coming from, Diva. All right. You, oh, so, oh, wow. Thank you. Wow. I, I, I get where you're coming from. Easy, the way but we've just, been arguing for the last 30 minutes. Mm, I'm shocked that he agrees with me. But so, I, I don't feel like, point. I feel like you don't get where I'm coming from. So I want to ask. No. Look, Let's ask EZ, he, because he just came in on this. All right, so, bro, just to give you context, obviously, you kind of picked up on that. We're talking about what happened with Ryan Coogler. And mm-hmm. I just want to mm-hmm. know from your aspect, uh, the Ryan Coogler, the direct. come on, man. Oh, all right, I'm going <laughs> to... Oh, no, 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 Black Panther director. Okay, I didn't yeah. hear the last name. Go ahead. My bad. Yes. So, I just want to know your feeling on it. You know, Diva has her way of looking at it. I have my way of look on, looking at it. So we just want to know, but without giving you any context of what we said, based on only what you heard, how do you feel about the situation? Um, so just to make sure I understand, I'm assuming he went into a bank and that he frequents and they were treating him badly. I'm guessing that that's what happened. So basically, okay, so apparently yeah. what happened is okay. he went into a bank. We're going to get, hold on one second, Diva, before you start explaining. We're going to put the please stand by right here. And when we come back, EZ will be fully educated <laughs> on the situation. Excellent. <laughs> All right, EZ, you've been fully educated on the situation. What we got? Yeah, the bank is completely out of line for this one. Ba- based on what I've heard, the bank is out of line. Like, the man is giving you his account number, he's giving you a license, and he's writing down, like, hey, I'm, I'm trying to be discreet, because why would you say out loud, hey, I'm trying to be discreet? Like, you know, <laughs> like... So, I think that could have been handled better. Like, I think to Diva's point, if you're trying to rob the bank, you're not going to give them, you know, your ID that they can track you on and, and find you. I think it just sounds like maybe the teller was new and she just freaked out and didn't really just like do checks and balances, like, you know, just to follow procedure. But I don't get how you go from, okay, I got my license, got this account number. He's trying to rob me. Like, I just don't see how you, jump to that and if if it is the case that he's done this before without involving a manager or somebody else i don't see why on the fifth time he would assume going in there you know i've been successful doing this that's like saying somebody's a great free throw shooter right and they've hit all their free throws during the game and then they get to the line for like the fifth time that night and they're like you know what I've been making all my free throw shots overhand. I'm going to try that shit granny style underhand. Like, why would you do that? <laughs> like, it don't make Back. sense. So 
I don't get why he would have this intuition to say, oh, well, I'm going to ask a manager this time. Well, if it's worked before with tellers and you've been doing the same thing that you've done several times, like, you know, and then, like, was there any indication that the cops were called on him for him to even say, like, wait, hold on, like, let me explain myself, let, and now let's get a manager involved? Because it sounded like it just went from no handcuffs, like. Yeah, it, well, he, it was an alert. So um, that part we forgot to say about it, that there was an alert that it was a high-risk transaction when to who doing though? the transaction for him. To who, though? The bank, right? Wait. Say it again. Easy said, was Ryan ever alerted that his his request was going to be a problem? You said the bank was alerted, but he wasn't alerted to where he could pivot and, and well, offer. And, and I mean, 16, else. I know you, you worked in a bank. And based on our conversations, I know some big money people have walked into that establishment. And you've done yes. business with them. Yep. If, if you know Joe Blow, who plays in the NFL, is coming do his normal transaction, why would it be different the fifth time than the other four times? Like, yeah, what only, would... only, yeah, I get what you're saying. And the only explanation for that, and we had mentioned that too and you brought that up, is that either the person is new and doesn't know any better or they need something to go on as far as like pro- being properly trained. But in this aspect – just because you assume that things that went one way the whole time don't always expect it every time, just because you've done it before with other people. You hear people say that all the time. You know, but, well, yeah, uh, other percent, but, Correct, but with a situation but, like this, it's like it went from zero to 100. Like, exactly. You know what I'm saying? He's doing his normal thing, and then all of a sudden he's in handcuffs. Hell, right. I would freak out myself too. Like, hold on, yes. what the fuck did <laughs> like, I do? Like, hello? do I look like somebody that's wanted or has a warrant like you know shit black man in cuffs hey we're feeling some type of way i don't know what the hell but but the fact that this was a simple coachable moment it did not need to resolve in an already stressed out police unit who doesn't have enough people to respond that you literally give do you know how many people come out was this in the alert out yeah um yeah this was here it was unfortunately And it doesn't what help. Part, do we know what part of, of America? Uh, I don't. I don't remember what part of town. I mean, they they made mention. They made sure to say in the in the article so they wouldn't think that the teller was black. I mean, they had to toss that in there. Like, hey, it doesn't. Hey. Let me tell you something about being black. It doesn't matter it don't, because it, managers yeah, it don't matter. train you to racially profile other black people all the time. It's happening. Well, it's not even that. Part. Like. Yeah. Oh, they'll tell I don't, you. I don't oh, know. Some sometimes, sometimes watch this person. You know, we can we can we can talk about thing. ourselves sometimes, but sometimes we get in positions of power. Yeah, and we be acting funny. We we be acting oh, more funny than the I was, other people. I was stand void. I was stand void all, all over somebody. Check like, oh, this ain't. I'm here. You go. Get out of here. However, I think I, people say it's a black or white thing because, like, I was telling sixteen, I've been with people at different times who've withdrawn more than that and it was not a problem so if you're used to going with people who are of different ethnicities and they do certain things and then all of a sudden like i told him for a millionaire twelve thousand dollars is not a lot of money 
So yeah, but you, banks have you going to jail like, for twelve thousand dollars, though. I think I think if you try to withdraw anything more than like what twenty thousand, they flag it. No, you know, there's a, there's a there's a flag. It's ten. It's it's, oh, it's okay. It's, I knew it was like 10. somewhere around there. I mean, yeah. yep. just be, but just because they flag something does not mean it's illegal. It's a little piece of paper that they need to fill out. Yeah, it it's, not it's, for, it's internal. It's internal. You would never know if Correct. you did it. I mean, you know, but you would never know. Like, but that's what I'm you saying. Just because, and I, I mean, we would take phone calls from customers that we would have to do additional documentation for. But did it affect the customer? No. This should, even if it is a that's, flag because it's over ten thousand dollars, it should not yeah. result in I, enough flag for I, him to that's, be. In that's that's random though, like yeah. right. And that's what's BS about banks. If I yeah. deposited two million dollars in the bank, and I want to withdraw my seven hundred thousand dollars out of the two million, that's my money. You know, let go ahead and give me my shit. I shouldn't have to sign yeah. papers uh, I was gonna say to withdraw problem, my no. money. And the problem with that easy, and it's going in. Well, I know territory. it's all that money. It's you know, not, if you deposit not, two million at that bank, that shit's not there yeah. anymore. It's somewhere yeah. else, right? And it's it's nine eleven. It's nine eleven related because they were being bankroll. It's it's a whole bunch of stuff with homeland security that goes along with that. No, they used nine eleven to get more transparency into people's finances because you remember there were no weapons of mass destruction found. <laughs> All right, and the FBI agent just uh, entered the Zoom call. I see him right there. Hey, what's going on, FBI agent? <laughs> How um, you doing? FBI, we meet again. You are now listening to the radio show. Like I said, somebody just go out there and check on Jane Girl Jones and let me know if I need to Uber him <laughs> some juice or some soup or something. I, I'm glad to do why, it. Why are you sending that man some juice like he can't eat solid food? Like, let me send him some <laughs> <laughs> Like he in a nursing home or something. <laughs> You're listening to the radio show on YouTube and all other podcast providers. We we talked about some heavy stuff there. Can we lighten this up? Do you have a one gotta go? I'm hoping that you do. I know I sent a couple of ca- you know possible yeah, categories. You've you, you really been doing my job for me, and I appreciate that. Um, well, you know what? You what know, are brothers for? Six, you know, sixteen has yeah. Been I mean, I've, I've just been I've just been working so hard you know you've just been pitching in for me so i really appreciate that that part uh let's see what we got all right so we got six movies one gotta go all right we got bro bro, uh, can i say before you start naming them off can i can i say something real fast sure even and this is an excellent list that you sent um diva even though it's not necessary when it comes to movies, we are remaining spoiler-free on everything, okay? We ain't ruining anything. <laughs> We're going to be spoiler-free if I say it's spoiler-free. Oh, well, excuse me. No, but we're going to be spoiler-free, though. Easy, I'm are sorry, we? man, to step on your segment. No, you, you, you're good. You think, you think if he didn't want me to spoil it, he'd be nicer to me, right, y'all? You think so? Mm-mm. So mm. we'll see. Mm. Got the list, got the list so, uh, mm. on the screen here. That's right. We got six choices. So we got uh, Menace to Society, uh, Life, Love and Basketball, House Party, Poetic Justice, and Baby Boy. So these are all like '90s classics, right? Um, I'll say it one more time, man. Menace to Society, Life, Love and Basketball, House Party, Poetic Justice, and Baby Boy. 
And let's be, be very clear when I say this. <laughs> be very clear. Life is not going anywhere. It's staying forever. It's not going anywhere. We're not even going to talk about entertaining the fact that it would be left off this list. It is staying. It's not going anywhere. At all. Okay. The one that so can get the fuck is Baby Boy. <laughs> what? Baby Boy can go. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Wow. Interesting. So, oh, wow. Easy said that. Um, <laughs> so he said that life isn't going anywhere. Except it's not. On my what did you list, think it, I was going to pick? Oh, I what I what I thought you was going to pick was Minister Society action. Oh uh, no, that's that's a great move. But for me, life is the one that has to go because it's the yeah, movie on this list. Cut the segment. Cut the segment. It's, oh get out. no! <laughs> it's, it's actually the movie on here that I like the least. Um, so mm. yeah, I mean, people. I figured you, you know, would. Yeah, well, I knew poetic justice wasn't going nowhere for you, so it is not. It's not. None of these are, are outside of that are going. Uh, anywhere so for me it's like because i didn't particularly i mean i know it's got a lot of quotable stuff but i didn't really enjoy life i thought you know i love martin i love eddie murphy but it just didn't feel like it it, it could have been better let me just say that it could have been better a lot of quotable stuff mm-hmm. but could have been better all right the one that's staying <laughs> that's not going anywhere out of this list of movies that are on here man that's staying and just not going anywhere man i love loving basketball man i don't know love basketball is a great know, movie yeah, love basketball. Movie. Just it's a great movie. The re- the relationship, so, yeah. you know, watching it grow is just yeah, it's beautiful. Diva, and it's, of beautiful. it's actually uh, so, like some of these other movies. That movies actually hasn't aged bad at all. You could still watch. You can. Please don't reboot it, Hollywood. Don't you reboot it? Yeah. Leave it alone. It's yeah, good where it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stop. Leave it where it is. Yeah, I'm a. I'm gonna go ahead and. Like, say, um, well, when it came out, I was a kid and not allowed to watch it, so I never saw Minister Society, so it can go for me. Have no connection to it, unfortunately. So, bye. You never see, you never yeah, see you gotta Minister see that Society. Movie. It came out in '93, like. I was and then they, and then it got one of the like funniest spinoffs ever. Don't be a menace. Like, come on, man. <laughs> I mean, okay, so movie. you gotta understand, like, when you're a kid and something comes out and it's like you're not allowed to watch something because you're too little, after so many years, you kind of forget about it. And so at this that's, time, that's what, what weekend cable TV is for. That's why they replay I these really movies so that you it. can watch them. I wanna say it, Minister never... Society was on is on Netflix or was on Netflix. Um, like, why would I go looking for it if it's just not there? I mean, you got to actually search for that. Okay. Yeah, no, I can go away like from me. So what What would be the next one to go since you didn't really watch it? The next one to go for me... Mm, damn. Okay, so... I saw, I mean, Baby Boy is cool and I do like it and I understand the nostalgia of it, but would I just keep watching it? I don't think so. So that could go for me next. There you go. There we go. (laughs) Like, I mean, as a woman, especially a black woman, I mean, it's not quite pleasurable. Yeah, there's too much bullshit going on. Yes. 
I don't really want to see like the shit that single women have to deal with, like literally even to this day. It's just there you go. over it. Bye. Yeah. Fuck. Glorifying. Another one that I felt like would have been interesting on this list, and I watched it the other day, was that of you, Jack C. You know, I was in that that was in that era with these movies too. You know what's, Ew, what's funny? Wow. You know, New Jack City is damn near cartoony now. Now back in '91, it wasn't. But if you look at it now, it's like it's damn near like a parody. Of yeah, like the, the scene where yeah, yeah, the scene where he blew old boy head out. I'm like, man, these yeah. guys are terrible. But you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or, Fifteen. How how old were you in '91? Uh, she's got jo- she's got jokes. Wait, hold on, hold on. Sixteen and ninety-one <laughs> was either ten or eleven years old. Damn. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Because because sixteen was fourteen when I was born. So yeah, I just did some subtraction there. There you go. There you go. Aging, aging wonderfully. Yes. Hmm. Well. Yeah. <laughs> To, yeah, don't buck, don't buck his head up. up. He, he he literally just said life had to go. I know he's well, ready to come get you me know, on that. I think that lit tip makes him contemplate a few things. I think he prefer to you know not contemplate Man. life right now. Well, I tell <laughs> it's you something what, though, that people over forty do. <laughs> well, we don't have to contemplate the fact that Easy's one got to go is a winner every time we do it. Another good one, bro. Appreciate it. Are we including the low-budget applause? Oh, yes, no doubt. We are. Yeah. yeah. Got you are now listening to the radio show. Gas company tried to hit me for five cents earlier this month. I mean, earlier this year. And I, because I paid, I transposed the digits. And so my payment was five cents off. And they sent me that termination letter real quick. I was like, you got to be kidding me. Five cents? They was like, yes, we want all our coins, even the nipples. Damn. <laughs> They said we got a business to run. I had to pay another. I had to pay three seventy five to pay five cents. I was mad as hell. You know how many customers we got? We got over. We got over uh, thirty eight million customers. We let thirty eight million people get away with five cents each. You know how much money that is? I ain't doing that math. You're listening to the radio show on YouTube and all other podcast providers. All right, so we have come to the point of the show where we got random going on. Random. It's, it is what it is. It's a rant. It's something profound. It could be something on your mind, something bothering you. Anything, you know, coming right off the top of your chest or whatever. So, you know, easy. I feel like, you know, Diva and I have been yapping a lot. And you probably should be the one to start this off and, you know, tell us what's yeah, on your mind. I, so. I, I definitely don't mind getting this started off. And, um, you know, I just want to let everybody know out there, you know, I now work in a corporate environment, you know, cubicle lifestyle, break room, all that good stuff. Um, And I ordered some excellent food the other day. I mean, just downright amazing. And I decided to not eat in my cubicle, but to go into the break room and eat. And let me tell you people something. (laughs) Yes, I know my food smells good. Yes, it tastes good. No, I don't want you to come have a conversation with me. You know my food smells good. I'm trying to eat it while it's hot. Please stop trying to talk to me while I'm eating my food. Oh. You can ask me all those questions about, oh, where did you get it from? Where is that? What's that on the menu? You can ask me all of that after I'm done eating and you finish your oatmeal or whatever the mm. hell 
pack sandwich you have because lord <laughs> knows me telling you hey i got this from this restaurant you're not about to just order that you already got your lunch in your hand man like just ask me after lunch please Oh, easy. 16, should we enlighten him on the corporate etiquette behavior when you eat your food? Oh, it's, so, it's, it's the worst. So, tips and tricks. Since you're new to the corporate environment of eating your food in peace, um, I highly recommend the following. One, if it's close enough, eating your car because nobody's going to bother you or interrupt your conversation there. And it's a nice little bit of solitude not to look at the motherfuckers you work with. Two, <laughs> eat, <laughs> eat your lunch on a different floor in a different break room where nobody knows your names like cheers. Then nobody's going to bother you. They're going to say, hey, how you doing? And they're going to keep it moving. Okay. And then sometimes I will eat my lunch at my desk. Enjoy it. Nobody's going to bother you. And then you just go to your car for a little bit of solitude and possibly a nap like 16 used to like to do in his car. Just saying, 16, do you have anything to add to that? Yeah, get out of corporate America. I second that emotion. Eventually, but you've just gotten there, so enjoy it for all the perks that you will receive. Until such time. Yes. Um, he, he, he fresh to it, so give him about two years before he just be like, oh, Well, no, I mean, I mean, I, I was at a corporate job before that, but, you know, Actually, no, see, now there. now you're in a cubicle. This, this is a different environment. That, like, you well, uh, yeah, well, the, the previous gig was, you know, damn near hell on earth. So, I, you know, everything was <laughs> no. great <laughs> compared to that. Oh, oh, oh good. You're this is a, this is a sm- Yes, this is a small gripe compared to the hell that is in other places. So, correct. But, uh, well, definitely, definitely proud of you for making new. moves, though, bro, for real. Absolutely. Enjoy it. Literally, there's tons of perks. Enjoy you know something, Diva? I'm, I'm gonna go yeah. ahead and jump in on this one here. We're gonna we're gonna save. You know, I guess we will say the best for last or, or whatever. Or just you going last. I don't know about the best. We'll see about that. But um, I want I want to clear up I want to clear up something real quick for people. Um, anybody who knows me or knows me talking or whatever, you know, I got uh, two uh, beautiful daughters, and I just want to put out there to people that don't assume just because I have kids that I like all kids, cause I don't, okay? I wanna make that very well known that don't assume that people who have children just like children, cause we don't. So when I used to go to daycare to pick up my youngest daughter and all little kids run around me, I don't want you, I'm, I'm giving them all the Heisman. Yo, back up. I'm only here for this little curly head girl, not none of the rest of y'all. Back up, get your germs, keep them over there. That's all I'm here for. So don't just assume I just love kids, cause I don't, all right? Thanks. And also, let me just no, my wife and I are not going to try for a boy. It's not that we're good. Stop asking. Thanks. <laughs> Ooh, I felt that one on the other side of the screen. Damn, I don't like your kids. Don't touch me. Kid folk. Look, are you kid phobic? Or what would that even be called these days? Everybody wants you to be phobic. No, no, and it ain't all of them. I mean, like you take it take for example like you know friends of mine children you know like the jerk like Cujo that's fine but I'm talking about like oh you you know your coworker wants to show you a picture hey, like uh, no I'm good oh <sighs> that's a whole different rant like could you even yeah. say hello first before you shove a picture of your kid in my face yeah. I mean like yeah I'm good. 
yeah, I'm good. That's always so awkward. You know, um, it's So, I've probably made these interesting complaints before or randoms. Can you, like, not consistently just ask someone how tall they are and then argue with us about it? I feel like... I, I know. I, wait, I, I, I know this bothers you because you mentioned this like more than once. Like that really bothers her, man. It's fucking awkward. I mean, I don't think you understand because it happens so much. It's like, oh, and don't get mad at me because I didn't live my life according to how you thought a tall person should live their life. I'm sorry, I don't play basketball. Fuck you, and I don't find it interesting for women. Sorry. Um. And I did not waste my life or my height, okay? So thank you very much. I know what I'm doing. So people, like, literally will stalk you in a store just to ask you, um, so are you, like, 5'10 or 5'11? Oh, 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 okay, okay, okay. Uh, I mean, so did you play basketball? No. Like, what team did you play for? Like, like, not even asking me first did I play. Like, what team did you play for? Did, oh, yeah, yeah. Who are they talking to? Do they know how prissy you are? You're not playing any basketball. Look at your I nails. Mean, I, I mean, but look at my nails. But I played a lot of other sports. I played volleyball. I ran track. I did other stuff. I played softball, fast pitch. I did other stuff. Like, it's not just one sport if you're tall. Like, God, and don't stop tall people. It's very creepy when you're short. Very creepy. Very creepy. So why, is it, why, is it, why is it creepy when they're short? One, we don't see you coming. <laughs> she, like she got like a leprechaun chasing that's, after us. No, 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 hold on, hold on. No. That's funny. That, that was a pun right there. You didn't see it coming <laughs> because they're short. <laughs> yeah. You are now listening to The Radio Show. Baked potato. Yeah, man. That's good. I only like certain type of potatoes now, and baked is not one of them, so no. All right. Is it, is, it for, is it for, like, diet? Is it, like, because it's too much starch, or you just don't like the way it tastes? I just don't like the way regular potatoes taste. I only oh, like, red, like the red little ones now, and yeah, that's it. Yeah. Those aren't baked. All right. Um, tomatoes. Yes. We already know the answer to this for me. Get that shit out of here, man. But you eat spaghetti. Uh, like, how do you eat spaghetti but you don't eat tomatoes? You like fries, don't you? They come from potatoes and not the red ones that you cover. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> it so right. quick. So, so right now, it's so quick. Right. You're listening to the radio show on YouTube and all other podcast providers. All right, so real quick, um, the aftermath, we have them scheduled all throughout the month of March and a little bit into April, but we just want to put out there that if you want to be a guest on the radio show, send us an email to radioshowinbox at gmail.com or send us a text 678-800-1677. We look forward to hearing from you. Um, Diva, easy. It's always great to hook up and do this. You know, this is great. Just getting a chance to, you know, have our conversations and just, you know, be together doing this show, man. You know, we're getting... I mean, we got a little while, but we're getting we're getting real close to like 200 episodes at this point. So let's 
you know, keep it going. Yes, easy. Your puppy has gotten so big. Yeah, he's he's on some other shit, some steroids, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, he's... oh my god, like seriously? N- no, no, nah, he's just oh. You know, dogs be on everything that people are on now, steroids, anti-anxiety, anti-depression. Yeah, no. Please um, check all the stuff we have out (laughs) in the archives on all the streaming platforms. You know, we're going to keep coming with content. So... You threw 64 wrench right there. Yeah, we're just like... Wave to the camera. (laughs) 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 Say thank you for watching, listening. Download us everywhere, please, and thank you. Yes, we appreciate it. Like, subscribe, you know, follow us on Instagram at It's The Radio Show, Facebook, The Radio Show. Check us out. (laughs) We appreciate it. Whatever you do, just put it in I was actually about to hit the J.G. Wentworth line. It's my money and I need it now, you know. (laughs) That part. That's why black folk keep their money under mattresses. That part. Or spread yeah, in multiple places because... Uh, yeah, no, nah, the hell with that. No, I agree. No, no. Right. no, I will tell you this. And you so what happens when your house, you if your house it. burns down? And then what? It's because you put it in a fireproof box is why. You don't put it in, like, literally under the mattress. You have fireproof states that can withstand a certain amount of degrees. That's why. Yeah, you, 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 you don't... Being, you you, do, you being too... Li- too liberal with the thought process. Yeah. Niggas ain't uh, that. They ain't that. No, uh, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. I, I watched the first 48 too many times, and if somebody hears a rumor that you got that money at your house, they they come and get you. Who <laughs> said you, you know? have to? But this is the thing. Who said you have to keep it at your house, though?